0: I liked walking across campus first thing in the morning, especially in fall. Ancient oaks fanned out over the wide brick walkways. Their still green leaves patiently looming over energetic yellow and red maples. All around, colorful leaves littered expansive lawn. I passed a lanky boy who was dragging his feet through the wet grass, too hungover to navigate the crowded walkway. Noticed the dark, sunken eyes of a gangly girl who'd stayed up all night to polish a report her professor would barely read. So many sleepy faces. I couldn't focus. I needed to get all the way awake. Only coffee could clear my cloudy mind. I stepped into the daily grind behind a paint-spattered art student who was studying the menu, just getting started on a lifetime caffeine addiction. The line moved slowly. CNN played on a giant wall-mounted flat-screen display. Spontaneous early migrations flashed across the screen in big, bold letters over a graphic of birds flying south. The volume was too low to hear as the anchorman interviewed a scientist who gesticulated wildly as he talked. The art student in front of me, having finally decided what to order, pulled out a thin tablet and tapped the online Meriden College paper. I peeked over his shoulder, curious about the migrations. Not surprisingly, the front page concerned itself only with campus news. The narcissistic rag rarely covered the outside world. The student swiped and zoomed in on the top headline, Mud Runners. Students had been covering their naked bodies with mud and streaking the quad for weeks. Campus security had failed to chase them down on multiple occasions, only adding to the spectacle. There was a quote from Chancellor Pratt, who was attempting to come down in a positive light. We all appreciate the Mud runner school spirit, but they need to stop for safety reasons. It's dangerous to run through the campus with improper attire. Losing interest, I gazed out the window. Three freshmen chased each other with handfuls of leaves. A thin boy got a handful down the back of a plump girl's shirt. She pretended to get angry, but couldn't stop laughing. I wondered how long it had been since I truly lost myself in an act of play. Years. Maybe a decade. I had fun, sure, but to become truly lost in laughter? I've rarely seen adults let go. We become more fearful as we grew older, afraid to play games without rules. "'Professor Bauer, what can I get you today?' I hadn't seen the art student leave the register. Just the usual, large coffee. I stepped across the gap to the perky pigtails at the register, coming right up. I slow sipped the steaming black brew as I strolled across the quad to the math and physics building. The morning air was crisp and clear, not quite cold. I could feel the increasing energy, the anticipation of a new day. The incessant chirping of birds drowned out my thoughts. I might have overlooked it if I hadn't seen the odd migrations headline if others weren't gazing up into the layers of limbs that shaded the quad. All different kinds of birds were singing at once, and there was something different about their calls. Louder, less melodious. The birds, fleeing for the mistaken safety of the South, were shouting, crying warnings we could not understand. My confidence boosted by coffee. I strode straight up the brick path to the main entrance of Crumley Hall. I nodded to a former student. "'What's up, Professor B?' I tossed my coffee cup into the trash can ashtray at the foot of the grand steps where three young smokers gathered around then lunged up the stone steps towards the huge double door entrance. There was a girl making out with someone on the landing. I almost came to a complete stop when I realized it was Amy Stewart. Amy was one of my most interesting interested students. Even in profile she was easily recognizable. Thick curly brown hair flowed off her shoulders and down her back. I tried not to look but I was transfixed. Amy's bow leaned casually against the wall. His hands reached around to her back, then slid down to rest on her butt. Amy had to stand on tiptoes to reach his lips with her arms around his neck, her short shirt stretched up, revealing milky skin, soft, curvy hips. Amy opened her eyes and looked directly at me, as if she knew I would be standing there. She continued kissing him, pressing her body even closer against him kissing him deeper, enjoying my reaction. My mouth opened involuntarily. She smiled, still kissing. I took a deep breath, moving forward, but looking only at Amy.